The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. It's August 2011. Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5 is number one, somehow holding off 660's Don't Forget Your Roots. We're months out from an election which national wins in a landslide after John Key asks Labour leader Phil Goff to show him the money. But before then, New Zealand is gripped by Rugby World Cup fever, with us hosting the tournament and ultimately winning a terrifying final, later immortalised in the TV movie The Kick. But before all then, Telecom had a request for us. Please join us as we remember when we abstained for the game. <laughs> Kia ora and welcome to The Real Pod. Just, just me and uh, Jane Yee here. Uh, very excited about this one for some reason. It's me continuing my um, Remember When Sports series. <laughs> Uh, no one asked for it, but uh, but here we are, and and I think it's this is actually a real classic of the kind of last of the monoculture when the whole country could be gripped by something as inconsequential as a, a new TV ad campaign. I at least remember this one. This was big news. Like I was as researching it, it was covered in Forbes. Like it was it, it was it was a big conversation in the advertising industry globally because the ad was made by Saatchi and Saatchi's, but. I'll, I should really explain what, what actually happened, should yeah, I? Yeah, I've been calling it abstain from the game, which I've now realised um, 12 years later is incorrect. It's abstain for the game. Yeah, we have been making fun of you for the oh. whole decade when you've been banging on about I it. I could feel it. So Telecom, this is te- Telecom, which is now called Spark, they they were the basically the biggest brand advertiser in the country. Mm. Um, Had a total monopoly on telecoms. I mean, Vodafone were around, but telecom was like the one. Did it used to be a state-owned? It was a state-owned enterprise sold off in the, under the fourth Labor government. I could do a whole remember when <laughs> on that right off the top of my zone. But whole I series shouldn't. even. Uh, it could. could do. would love to. So, but basically, they were, so that was kind of, they, they were almost the original Air New Zealand with the, with Air New Zealand, what Air New Zealand's uh, safety videos have become, telecom ad campaigns were previously, you'll remember the Spot the Dog yeah. campaign in the 90s, which uh, actually my, my uncle, shout out H, um, was, was a key part of. But th- basically, whatever they did was, it was just kind of automatically pop culture. So when they they dropped a new campaign, it was going to be covered. It was going to be discussed. And this one was 
timed for the Rugby World Cup. You know, they were, I assume, they were an f- official sponsor of it because they passed special legislation that, like to, to stop people kind of doing any kind of ambush marketing. So you'd already paid a huge fee just to be able to do this. And they put out this campaign called Abstain from the Game. Oh, my God, I just did it. Abstain from the Game. <laughs> you basically have to stop fucking... <laughs> For six weeks. You have to. You have to if you want to support our boys when they try and break. Remember, in 2011, we had endured like over 20 years of heartache since the original 1987 Cup victory. We had the 2007 uh, quarterfinal loss to France. We had the two, two, you know, it was, it was, we, we were just broken at this point and we were just so stressed out as a country. And it was on our home ground. We had to make it count. We it, had to do everything. If we can't win here, we just basically have to, you know, export the All Blacks to a different country. Totally. And obviously the team have been training, the coaches have been working their hardest to make sure that we don't embarrass ourselves. But what could we do, the punters, the fans, the entire country, what could we do as a nation to show our support? We could, at the very least, we could do is stop doing it with each other. Yeah. And the the crazy part is, so 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 many things had to be folded into this, right? Like, this was around the period when there was some kind of I can't I don't know whether it was pseudoscience or real science, but basically, this idea that uh, male athletes, as I recall, you know, they needed to abstain from sex to to build up their performance, so they could have this crazy animal intensity and footballers would famously do it ahead of the World Cup. And it was so can all... we presume then that the the All Blacks' lack of um, World Cup stunning performances were because they were doing too much Cro- of the sex. Chronic rooters. Yeah, yeah okay. I think I think so. Um, but but obviously that that was the implication was that they're having to go without so they can win us the cup. We should do it in solidarity or something like that. So the the whole concept is preposterous and clearly tongue in cheek. But I think because we were so stressed out, we just went completely ballistic. <laughs> like, and the the crazy thing is, so this book was immediately front page news. It was it was fronted by Fitzy, eh? Well. I want to talk about the ad, the, the creative in a bit. I want to like re- focus on the furore initially because you need to understand the intensity of it and then contrast it with what, what the object okay. was. So the craziest part is that this, as far as I can tell, it became a controversy and was resolved, i.e. they cancelled the campaign within about 24 hours. Yeah. Like... It's just unbelievable how how big this got and how much it seared into our memories, given that it lasted almost no time at all. So basically, they announced it on a day in, in mid-August. Uh, the ad starts airing. By, by uh, the afternoon, it's being roundly panned. And in fact, I think maybe we can hear there's some outstanding Vox Pops uh, that uh, that were on uh, RNZ's checkpoint that, that kind of capture the the general vibe in response. So maybe let, let's listen to those quickly. Okay. How is me not having sex going to help them <laughs> win the rugby? To me, this is just stupid. I don't see the point in it. I don't think it's going to benefit anyone. For the fans, yeah, it's cool to get behind them, but I'd rather get some pom-poms. No, never. <laughs> Mrs. won't let me not. <laughs> maybe I won't, won't have it, but not because, no, to support them. <laughs> Um, I don't have a boyfriend or anything, so probably not. After all, to have sex anyway, hon. <laughs> anyway, you, you just get a sense of like, you know, 
everyone knew about it immediately. Like it was just such a bombshell, this like obviously silly kind of tongue-in-cheek idea. And, and you know, you got a sense from those comments from Sabrina and Lahore, you know, disgusting, degrading. <laughs> It's just it's it's just such a window into a, a different time. I really love it. Wouldn't it have been more disgusting and degrading if they were suggesting we go hard for the game? Yeah, you know, like in, in every this sense is like of a, a very stay hard for the full for the six full weeks. Yeah, because going chased for the game. That's, I mean, it's un, you know it doesn't do anything to help the well, no, well, not, win. Neither of them do do, do, no. do anything, right? So anyway, what actually happened was you know the the fury happens, and then I think. Mid next morning, uh, the there's a, a leaked email that goes out saying we've misjudged it, we're withdrawing the campaign, we're very sorry, and it continues to echo around uh, for a while. But that that basically ends it. But when you think about what went into this, so they've they've paid for the uh, rights to to associate with, with the um, with the team, they paid for the creative, they paid for um, Sean Fitzpatrick's time. We'll talk about that in a moment. Um, there would have been at least fifteen meetings, just going back and forth on the creative. That shit's well, expensive. More than fifteen, I reckon, like well over a hundred. Wow. Uh, and they they talked about it could have cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. The budget for a a TVC now, and this was actually an era where they spent more money off, um, is is often seven figures, especially for a major brand like that. And you know what? Sean Fitzpatrick is definitely getting his fee. I, you know, the the media that's been booked, mm-hmm. I'm sure that's still booked. Now maybe they can put some some filler ads in there so that they don't. That's not a dead weight loss. But it's hard to imagine that they got out of this for for less than seven figures, uh, and all because of what is ultimately a very silly low stakes <laughs> idea. It said, we're all about moving with the times. And now it's time to be part of the climate change solution and move on from fossil fuels. As a company providing fuel to people all over the country, we also know we have a real opportunity to lead that change. We're committed to keeping Aotearoa moving by providing the right energy for everyone. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. Find out more at z.co.nz. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did it go it did to go broadcast to for like half a day? Yeah, basically. I think that there might even been some some ASA complaints about it, but um, but it, it basically had a day's worth, a day or two's worth of airing, and then just blew up, as far as I can tell. Years long impact. Let's watch it. Thank you. You have taken the first step towards supporting the All Blacks in the Great Battle of 2011. It is New Zealanders like you that made me proud to call myself a Kiwi. Selflessly stepping out into the bed chambers of this fine country, throwing aside your natural instincts and your lacy lingerie, standing proudly in your flannelette pyjamas and whispering, I love you, New Zealand. 
It's people like you who are prepared to lie down and do absolutely nothing for six long weeks that will help this beautiful country of ours fulfill its destiny. Go forth wearing your pledge band with pride, averting your eyes from temptation and shouting from the rooftop, abstain for the game. Wow. What's that little go-kart dodge? What, what, what was it's that? A, it's a dodger. Yeah, but it looks like a hand. Yeah, it's like, okay, so let's just go through all that's strange about it, right? The read from Sean Fitzpatrick, I did not know he had that in him. That is a... That like, was that was what stood out to me too. It's like, how does this guy not become a major broadcasting figure? Well, he, in the UK, I think he is a commentator, but it's... Oh, it's but so I'm not talking odd. about I'm talking about like for all the people. Well, you know? yeah, but, but I mean, it, it feels like he should be... It, it feels like kind of like it predates um, the ACC or something. Like it's it's deeply intentionally weird, and he he executes it perfectly. perfectly. And I have to say, like the actual creative, like why is he in a Dodger? That music is so rousing. Like why is he in a tuxedo? <laughs> like there's so much that's just like delightfully odd about it. I I don't know about you. What do you? I I feel like it's aged incredibly well. Oh, I feel like it would. I, I actually think it would fly better now than it did then. It was too soon. It was too soon. It just was before its time because it has this cheekiness to it. Like it's clearly a joke. You can see a world in which if he got out there in his you know like his all blacks jersey and kind of delivered a serious message that it would just feel like it wasn't doing the job. But the way that it was presented is like no one's really expecting anyone to not have sex. It's a gimmick. Can I just say as well, 2011, around that time, I got pregnant. I did not abstain for the game. <laughs> well, I mean, it was actually a very close final. You might have been, you know, part of, part of why it was. <laughs> why it was so close. We would have romped home had I not been. You've been romping. Oh, my God. Um, some other funny things about it. So I assume that this was so an officially licensed product. Now, clearly, it is with the All Blacks. You know, they've got this All Blacks fan club, which, by the way, that URL, facebook.com forward slash backing black, defunct now. Oh. So maybe there was just like the whole thing was so shrouded in shame it just got deleted. And I don't really think that there is such a, like like the All Blacks fan club might have just died with it. There's an opportunity there, surely, there for, for someone to pick that up. I mean, is it but, too late for this this campaign? I, I don't think it's crazy to reassure it. I mean, unfortunately, they're, they're, they're not called telecom anymore. But the other thing that's really interesting is they talk about the great battle of 2011. They don't talk about the Rugby World Cup. Ah. So they didn't have the, they weren't an official partner of the ah. tournament. So they're having to, there was all kinds of like coy language you had to use um, to, to get around the, you know, the very intense um, you know, legislation that we, we put out around it. And clearly that was, that was part of it. And you can imagine that the, the RWC and all, all sports tournaments have such dry, boring advertising that it would never have made it through. It's kind of impressive that any All Black sponsor was able to do something like that. And it might have been that it's scared everyone away from ever making anything interesting again because now it's just like three lads with a Powerade bottle or, or a, an Uber Eats delivery and it's just very boring all the time. Very clever how they do those ads, though, I have to say, the Uber Eats ones, because your name comes up. 
at the bottom. Have you noticed that? Oh, they got the personalization. They've got personalization on. on. I'm like, these all blacks are talking to me, <laughs> and then I'm ordering some Uber Eats. I mean, it's just, it's just, it just works. But I think an abstain from the game that was personalized, abstain for the game that was personalized, could be. I will. I'm confident I'll be abstaining for the game this this Rugby World Cup. <laughs> And, and what about abstaining from the game? Have you been watching any? Nah, so both. So just, <laughs> I'm really hedging my bets here. Cover it all. Cover yeah. it all. So in the aftermath, you know, there, there was a, um, the, you know, the, there was a lot of, you know, people were 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 shocked that it had happened. There was a an interview with Jill Br- Brinston, who's actually Amber Easby, uh, the spin-off CEO's former boss. Um, she was she was. Uh, quoted in one of the stories are saying they've used a challenger idea where you think we've got nothing to lose let's do something controversial challenger brands might be quirky or tongue-in-cheek the thing is telecom's brand isn't that we want them to be one of the big solid faithful trustworthy brands i do think there's something in that that is it as much as anything it was like why is telecom doing that telecom and the all blacks didn't feel like the right vehicle for that idea and i think there is something in it but um but the thing that shocked me the most was because this was I think probably the the biggest, certainly that I can recall, the biggest failure, the biggest fail, failure to launch of of a big brand campaign this century in New Zealand, uh, that that telecom didn't just ditch Sarchis because you know that I mean obviously they had to sign off on it, but part of what you pay your creative agency for is to be smart enough to know when mm. something, you know, to, to kind of... Research the market, test, test out the waters, all that kind of stuff. See how it's going to land. Um, but they they stayed with them, you know, at least until like the, the rebrand was run through Saatchi's and also the, remember the Gig and Air campaign? Like it was, it was, I think it was around the time that ultra-fast broadband started to be quite widespread and, you know, it was, it was something about, like that was, it was honestly, I think that was a way worse campaign. Like I think you you could get your town connected to the internet, or I don't know. It was just a muddled situation. But uh, to me, this, with hindsight, wasn't a uh, the disaster that it's remembered as. But it was actually like a a brave kooky thing that, have, like you said, just ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Now the time is right. Do it now. Don't do it now, as the case may be. There was merch as well, wasn't there? I think there was. There were like little rubber rings or something. Because he was wearing one. Yeah. The little black rubber <laughs> rubber ring. Just, ev- just to be worn on the finger, just to be clear. To signal um, your, your intention yeah. to stay, stay pure <laughs> yeah. and besmirched by the act. Can you imagine if the campaign run and people took it really seriously how empty the bars would be? Because you wouldn't want to open yourself up to temptation. It's dangerous. It could have actually yeah. been pretty bad for the economy. Totally. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the whole thing of, you know, if the All Blacks win a Rugby World Cup in election year, basically it's a huge boost to the incumbent. Right. Um, Do we need to get Bernard on the phone? <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll leave Bernard alone for now. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, just an amazing, amazing moment. I, I remember it very fondly. And uh, thanks. But, yeah. Thanks for remembering, remembering with, with us. With, with us. With us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kia ora e te iwi. Kia Butler here, podcast manager at The Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spinoff member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.